he loved to get lost and then get found because, you know, most of the time he knows exactly where he is. I will speak about myself that way too. I, I almost always know exactly where I am. And so getting lost is so thrilling to me. Hey friends, welcome to Inside the Creative Process. I'm your host, Alicia Peterson-Baskell. I am so, so thrilled with the feedback that I have been getting about this podcast so far. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for sharing your takeaways with me. It's so exciting. You know, when I started this, honestly, I just wanted to have these great conversations. I was missing artistic conversations in my life to put it out into the airwaves and share it with others was just a bonus. And I'm realizing that it's more than a bonus. It means that I get to connect with all of you. It's more than I could have imagined. So thank you. Thank you so much. Never hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Alicia Peterson Baskell. So reach out to me there. I really appreciate it. This week, we're going to do something a little bit different because I needed to go solo today. Late in the evening, Sunday evening, my father passed away. He had been surviving West Nile virus for five months. My sisters were by his side at any hour they could be. I went to visit and spent as much time as I possibly could by his side, we watched him improving little by little these last couple of weeks only. It's been a real roller coaster ride. But these last couple of weeks, it seemed like maybe we were in the clear. And then after a, a wonderful visit I had this weekend, I was there on Saturday and on Sunday. And Sunday night, his heart gave out. So, I really wanted to share a story that has been a part of my creative journey now for the last 10 years. And the story involves my father and something he said to me that changed my perspective on who my audience is. For those of you who don't know, I am an experimental dance maker and I went to school for dance making. I went to graduate school for dance making. It's just a part of me. So in school, our thesis is a performance. It was one of the most fun processes I've ever experienced. And I will talk about that at one point on this podcast, but that's not what I'm talking about today, but I will. I will talk about some of my own processes because I most certainly track them and am passionate about that. But today I want to talk about my dad. In graduate school, I was spoiled and it was wonderful. And I had the, the opportunity to really research how I wanted to make dances. I'd been making them from a place of, you know, really structuring things and moving bodies throughout the space. 
I was in charge most times of where a dancer went and when they went there and what they did when they got there and where they went afterward. That all felt right up until my 30s. And then it just felt like I could just be on repeat and I could be doing that same thing over and over and over and over and over. In graduate school, I had the opportunity to really go deeper and figure out for me what it was about dance that excites me truly. And what I have discovered is that that magic in performance of really being present. To me, improvisation has to be a part of the way I make work moving forward now. In some degree, it can be so minute that you can barely see it, but I feel that when I'm empowered as a performer to make choices on stage, then I can connect with my audience and I can light up the room versus repeating something that I did over and over and over again. There's a big spectrum there. You know, there's a, there are plenty of ways to be present within very set choreography, but at that moment, I needed to really open up my choreography and open up my idea of what dance could be So my piece that I made for my thesis, it's highly improvised inside of a structure. And the structure was so fun to make. So at the end of one of my performances, of course, my parents, I think they may have come to every show and there were eight shows, eight performances. My dad, at the end of one, we started doing question and answer after each show And my dad raised his hand. I think he'd seen the piece at that point two or three times. He raised his hand and he said, why? Why improvisation? And I was sort of taken aback. Like, okay, well, the reason why it's so important to me is so that we as performers can be available to respond to the present moment. We want to be able to feel our audience to challenge our audience to figure out how far we can challenge our audience to encourage our audience to move to encourage our audience to be open to the fact that they are a part of this and in improvisation i wanted to keep that open space so that both the performers and the audience could feel as though they could respond to what was happening around them and my dad later, so that, that answered the question. I answered a few other questions. And then later on that evening, he pulled me aside and he said, you do what I do. And I went, huh? What? He said, yeah, you improvise. I improvise. You do what I do. You should know that my father is an engineer. He's a mechanical engineer. He oversees production of products. He streamlines processes and helps businesses to make their products and then efficient and in quality for, for efficiency and quality. Those are two really important things to my father. When we talked about it, he told me that one of his biggest philosophies, which is not necessarily across the board in his line of work, is that the leaders who set up the processes and the structures are in it again and again, because a process or a structure may work for a while. It may look like it works and then 
you fall behind and you wonder why are we falling behind with production? My dad was on the floor every day checking in to make sure that things were working and ready to switch things up if they weren't. He was always a part of it, ready to adjust it, ready to improvise, ready to say, okay, instead of two people here, let's put one person over there and one person over here and let's work that first. I did not realize this about him. He was always in it. He believed in that so much. When he told me, you do what I do, I felt so seen. I felt so validated. I felt so connected. And it introduced me to the possibility that as artists, the things that we value, we're not alone. We're not alone in these values. There are people across all different professions who are looking for resonance for their values. And he resonated so much with that work because it was his value system. And, you know, he is the poster child for an engineer. He follows instructions. He is definitely the math brained guy. He wore a shirt with a pocket with at least three pens in his pocket all growing up. I never would have recognized that about him unless he said it. And I'm, I shouldn't be surprised because he is also the person in my life who, if we go for a car ride, he would want to go off the beaten path. You know, if we didn't have anywhere to go, if we weren't trying to get somewhere on time, he loved to get lost and then get found because, you know, most of the time he knows exactly where he is. I will speak about myself that way too. I, I almost always know exactly where I am. And so getting lost is so thrilling to me, which really explains why improvisation has been so in line with my value system since I really found it and understood how I could use it. But I also, I also believe that we as artists can reach out into the community more that our value system, when we're just talking to one another, we're just in our little bubble. But if we can reach out beyond that bubble and find resonance with people who work in other fields and do other things, I mean, that is, that just, honestly, that blew my mind. That blew my mind. And that shaped the direction that I went next. It's all because my dad said, you do what I do. He was a very, very wise man. I so appreciate all of you for listening. I know you could be doing a million other things with your time. And it means a lot that you're here and that you're listening and that you're part of this journey with me. I want to spread this creative impulse that we're all feeling. I want it to spread. I want the resonance to spread. So please share stay tuned next week we'll be back to an interview with another dance artist uh, who i am dear friends with so i look forward to talking with him monday is my father's birthday so if you can say a little happy birthday to him i would love that thank you so much thank you